We have been delivered from the kingdom of darkness and death. We have been transferred into the kingdom of the Son of God's love. We have been washed and cleansed from sin and from the world in the waters of baptism. We have been fed with the gift of life in the sacrament of our Lord Jesus Christ. We are people of the wilderness, and our hearts are fixed on the coming of Jesus. Glory to God who has given us salvation in his Son, Jesus Christ. Glory to God forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated. The feeding of the multitude is recorded in all four gospel narratives. 5,000 men plus women and children were fed by our Lord. Scholars believe that over 15,000 people were fed by the hand of God that day. In today's gospel, Jesus fulfills the action of God himself in the Old Testament when God fed his people in the wilderness, when he rained down bread from heaven. He called them out of Egypt, through the Red Sea, and into the wilderness. We are now in the wilderness. We have been delivered from Egypt, that is, from the kingdom of sin and death. And if you do not believe that you were once upon a time slaves to your passions and slaves to the enemy belonging to the kingdom of sin and death, then you have forgotten from where you have come. And you have forgotten that you have been delivered, and not by your own strength, but by the mighty hand of God. For we are a people who have been delivered from a kingdom. We have been brought through the Red Sea and the waters of baptism and into the wilderness to walk in this world as the light of Christ. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 1 to 4, St. Paul tells us that in God's deliverance of his people Israel from Egypt in, in bringing them through the Red Sea and into the wilderness, we see a type or a foreshadowing of our deliverance and of baptism and of Eucharist. 1 Corinthians 10, 1-4, St. Paul writes, I want you to know, brethren, that our fathers were all under the cloud. Now, in the Old Testament and in the New Testament, the cloud of God represents the descending presence of God and the presence of the Spirit. And so St. Paul tells us that our fathers were under the cloud, that is, that they were engulfed in the Spirit of God. And all pass through the sea, that is the waters of the Red Sea, and all were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea. That is, by water and the Spirit. But he goes on. 
Not to say only that God had delivered his people from Egypt as a foreshadowing of our deliverance from the kingdom of darkness and death. Not only that they had a foreshadowing of baptism where we would be baptized not into Moses, who is a type of the Christ to come, but in Christ himself, but that they also had a foreshadowing of the Eucharist. And all ate the same spiritual food and all drank the same supernatural drink. For they drank from that supernatural rock which followed them and that rock was Christ, St. Paul says. And so we who have been delivered are delivered from the kingdom of darkness as Israel was delivered from their slavery in Egypt. We who have been baptized have been baptized into Christ as they were baptized by water and the Spirit into the type of Christ, Moses. And just as we are fed by the hand of God with the supernatural food of the sacrament of his body and blood, so St. Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, in the first few verses, that they too partook of that supernatural food. For God rained down upon them the bread of heaven, and they ate. And the waters flowed from the rock of Meribah, And St. Paul tells us that these waters which flowed were a partaking in the blood of Christ. Today's gospel is the first part of John chapter 6. Now at the risk that this is being recorded and some of my friends and family who are Baptists will hear it, I'm going to say that I've been told several times by Baptist family members and friends that the problem with us is that we don't take the Bible literally. And then I say, well, what about John chapter 6? Unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Oh, well, that's the one passage that's meant to be taken symbolically. Well, the only issue with that is that the church has never received John chapter 6 symbolically. It is always believed that we are fed by the Lord himself with the gift of the Lord himself. John chapter 6, those with Jesus who had been just fed now with the bread say to him, Our fathers ate the manna in the wilderness. As it is written, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. Jesus then said to them, Truly, truly, or as it says in the King James, and I prefer, Verily, verily. It's like when someone says, Honestly. Truly, truly, I say to you, it was not Moses who gave you the bread from heaven. It wasn't Moses that fed his people. It was God who fed his people in the wilderness. And today we see in the gospel that Jesus fulfills the role of God himself who feeds his people in the wilderness and continues to feed his people in the wilderness, the wilderness of this world. You are fed by the hand of God.
I was going to look this up and I forgot to do, do so. It's either the pelican or another bird. <laughs> I don't think it was the penguin. Although they are holy, they dress in black with a little bit of white. Yes, yeah. I think it's the pelican, but the pelican will literally peck at her own breast, the flesh of her own breast, breast to feed her children. The pelican. Thank you. No mere man has revealed this to you. And one of the ancient symbols of Christ is Christ as the pelican who from his own heart feeds his people, his children, with the gift of himself. So Jesus tells them, it was not Moses that fed the fathers in the wilderness. It was God. Revealing to them that they were not fed by just a prophet, but by the hand of God. And he goes on to say, for the bread of God is that which comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. They said to him, Lord, give us this bread always. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. This is one of seven times where Jesus makes the statement, I am, which is how God himself identified himself to Moses. I am. And so Jesus says, I am. That is, I am the Lord thy God, and I am the bread of heaven. I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall not hunger, and he who believes in me shall not thirst. In the midst of the wilderness, it is God who shall feed us. You are walking in the wilderness now. He is not saying, come to me and you shall have no problems. Come to me and you shall not know temptation. Come to me and you will not know suffering. Come to me and it, it's all good. But what he says is you shall walk through the wilderness you shall walk through this life and I shall be with you and I shall nourish you and you will be head, fed by the hand of God and from my own self shall I feed you and I will come again to take you to myself that where I am you may be also. I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall not hunger and he who believes in me shall not thirst. And in case we missed it, he says it again in verse 48, I am the bread of life. Your fathers ate the manna in the wilderness and they died. This is the bread which comes down from heaven that a man may eat of it and not die. That is, if we partake of Christ in the midst of the wilderness, we shall not die. Hear the words of Jesus elsewhere in this same gospel narrative, John. I am resurrection and I am life, saith the Lord. He that believeth in me, though he shall die, yet shall he live. And he that liveth and believeth in me shall never die. And yet they wanted to go back to Egypt. 
It is so tempting to us to want to return. I do this quite a bit myself. I get up and I say, I thank you, Lord. You have delivered me from my bondage to food. And then something will go awry. And I'll turn to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, problems have beseeched me today. It is finger-licking good. We go back to Egypt. When problems arise or when temptation begins to come, as we're walking in the wilderness, we, like the Israels, rather than saying, we were delivered from the kingdom of darkness. We were delivered from slavery. God has brought us through the waters. Instead of trusting in the same God who delivered us, we trust in our flesh and we wish to return to Egypt. But Jesus said, this is the bread which comes down from heaven that a man may eat of it and not die. And then verse 51, I wish I could fit all of this on my license plate. It's one of my favorite verses in the Bible. Jesus says again, I am the living bread which came down from heaven. So I am the living bread, living bread, bread that gives life in the midst of the wilderness. I am the living bread. The living bread is me. I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. And the bread which I shall give for the life of the world is my flesh. Just as the pelican feeds her own children by pecking at her breast, so the Lord feeds his children in the wilderness, in the midst of this life, with the gift of himself. The Jews then disputed among themselves, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? Now, I'm not in favor of changing the Bible. There are a lot of people in favor of that. But I'm going to do it here. And the Christians then disputed among themselves, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? Then the Protestants disputed among themselves, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? Then Father Michael disputed, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? And then Jesus says, in response to those doubts, Truly, truly, verily, verily, Honestly, I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Why would he say this? Because Jesus Christ is himself life. And so to partake in him is to partake in life. 
To partake of his body is to partake of his person. To partake of his blood, what was blood to the Jew? Life. Life. Is to partake in his life. We spiritually feed not on, and I don't mean to be gross, not on a dead carcass, but we feed on the living Lord. We partake of his person and of his life. We are nourished with the gift of himself. We receive the benefit of his death and resurrection, which is the forgiveness of our sins in eternal life. How can this man give us his flesh to eat? Jesus says, truly, truly, I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. How can he say this? Because he himself is life. To partake of Christ is to partake in life. As St. Ignatius, one of the earliest church fathers, wrote in 107 AD, before the end of the apostolic age, only 70 plus 7 minus 3 is, what, 4? 74 years after the death, resurrection, and ascension of Christ, writes that the, the food, the spiritual food of Christ's body and blood is the medicine of immortality. That is, when we partake in Christ, we are partaking not of something magical, but of something medicinal, some, a medicine that is the cure that delivers us from our sin and prepares us for eternal life and the resurrection on the last day. The medicine of immortality. Jesus goes on, in case we missed it the first ten times. For my flesh is food indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. Okay, Lord, we get it. No, you don't. He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me and I in him. He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me and I in him. To partake of him is to abide in him and to receive him into ourselves is for him to abide in us. We who walk in the midst of this wilderness, later you're going to hear a testimony of how God rescued a foolish, foolish woman from great harm this past week. Fool in the good way. Because he is life. We are in the midst of the wilderness. We walk not in ease, but in the midst of trial and tribulation. But we are not alone, for he is with us. And he feeds us with his own life. The gift of himself. I beg of you, my brothers and sisters, continue to walk by faith in the midst of the wilderness. Do not turn back to Egypt. Do not desire to be enslaved again. Walk by faith.
trusting in the Lord. Be nourished with him, with his life, and with his person. For there are many in the wilderness who shall perish in the wilderness unless we proclaim his life in the midst of that wilderness that they might be saved. Oh, it's so easy to go back to Egypt. But do not go. Pray for me, my brothers and sisters, that I do not go. But that in the midst of this sometimes troublesome world, that I and we will walk by faith, being fed by the hand of God, our Lord Jesus Christ, proclaiming his word, proclaiming the good deeds of God, that others may know him and not perish here in the wilderness, but one day with us cross the Jordan into the promised land where we shall see the promised one face to face. Glory to God who has given us salvation in his Son, Jesus Christ. Glory to God forever and ever. Amen.